people always say like, oh, I will cry in my Lamborghini, I'll cry in my Ferrari, whatever. But it's actually like a real thing. Finding a balanced approach of saving and investing and hopefully retiring when you want and becoming financially independent as soon as possible, that's fantastic. But you gotta balance it with the present. Yo, what is going on, baby? Nathan Kennedy, the new money podcast. How y'all doing, man? Hope you guys are enjoying your beautiful Monday or whenever you are listening to this. As usual, my friends, leave some reviews down below. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you already know what it is. Apparently, I was listening to this thing that was talking about YouTube taking big bets on podcasts. So, you know, we're, we're close, man. We're close. Uh, hopefully... You know, they, they give us a little bit of reach. We can we can grow the show a little bit more. I'm trying to do some things to grow the show as well. So uh, stick with me because uh, we're trying to go to the top, baby. We're trying to go to the top. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Today, I have an episode from YouTube. So uh, I'm launching, well, I guess I'm doing more long form content on YouTube now. The podcast has its own YouTube where I do like shorts from uh, some of the episodes, but this one is going to be just from my like personal YouTube channel. And I'm going to talk about why the fire movement can be quite toxic. Um, and I think it's a, it's one of my better pieces of content because I really feel strongly about it. And I know I talked about it a lot in the fire episode a few weeks ago, um, but I kind of just wanted to circle back and, and talk about what the, what, how I think of it. Um, and now how I think you can get the most out of something like that. So let's just dive on into it, baby. I have been chasing financial independence for years. But every time that you see something on somebody retiring at 30 or 35, or there's like a video on it, you conveniently never hear the drawbacks and how it could go toxic. And there's quite a bit of that if you look close enough. So in today's video, I'm not only gonna explain what FIRE is, but I'm gonna explain why retiring early might be a bad idea and how the FIRE movement can get really toxic for you. Let's dive into it. Firstly, financial independence or FIRE is a lifestyle movement that was started a few decades ago and it was first popularized by a book that came out a few years ago your money or your life essentially people stash away a crap ton of money like 25 to 30 times their annual spending they have it in an investment account like they just invest 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 very aggressively they save like 70 80 90 percent of their income they're typically high earners right they, they leave that out too and and they save it put it in some index fund they have like a 1.5 million or two million dollar nut and they just live off that and they you know four percent rule they pull out uh, a small amount and they uh, adjust over the next few years, depending on you know market fluctuations and things like that. But generally, you just save a shit ton of money, you invest a shit ton of money, you retire early. Now, the thing is, whenever somebody gets to that level, and if you've ever seen somebody actually pursue fire and do it successfully, and they're like, I'm retired now, are they really retired? How many people are actually not doing anything? They're just on a beach or whatever. No, a lot of the people can't stop working. And I know for me, financial independence seems really nice. And like, that's what I'm going after, but retire early, bro. I'm just getting started. I'll be 35, 40. Like we're just getting started. A lot of folks are just getting started. And so the thought of actually retiring, I don't know how many people are actually going to do that. Also in university, I read a ton of financial samurai and Mr. Money Mustache and all the big sort of fire bloggers 
I was like fully invested and I still love them to this day. But even in their content, sometimes they would talk about fire and you know, retiring early might not be best for you. This sense of like extreme frugality was something that like really helped me initially, but I'm actually struggling with it now. It's tough for me to spend money on myself. It's tough to enjoy things. It's tough to live in the present. And I think fire can be taken to this extreme of never being present and never enjoying yourself. And as this movement has gotten more and more traction, you're starting to see people who have done it and have tried it and they can't stand it. And they feel like they missed out on a lot of good years and they felt like they just missed out on time they can't get back. A guy that I really enjoy watching and who's somebody that is fantastic on this is Ramit Sadie. And he talks about money dials and cranking the thing up that you care about most, that you love most, and really just not, you know, looking at it as a dollar figure, but more so like, this is an investment in me, and really prioritizing that, and mercilessly cranking the dials back on the other shit that just doesn't matter. And so I think I like to align myself with more so of that approach. For me, FIRE, in some context, can seem like this all or nothing movement, where you have to save 80% of your income, you need to eat top ramen for a decade, you can't enjoy yourself, you can't do anything until we get to this 1.5 million dollar two million dollar goal but when you get there and when people have been getting there in that moment you don't feel anything what are you gonna do now you're just gonna enjoy the money enjoy it whatever and like that's great that's awesome but you could have also enjoyed yourself while you were saving and investing and doing everything you can have your cake and eat it too it's possible a whole other facet of this is the fact that it's kind of unrealistic to expect somebody who isn't saving anything at all to magically start saving 80% of their income it's just unlikely that that's actually gonna happen Typically, this is a hard sell for people who want to maybe envision themselves retiring early because they have a kid and a mortgage and they have other financial obligations that are gonna hold them down. And so while I think striving for fire is fantastic and I definitely consider myself going for financial independence, you don't necessarily have to do it like this movement would say, where you would have to absolutely give up present day everything and completely live in the future. Because if you're always living in the future, when you do get to that number, when you do get to that place, you're just gonna be in the next thing. And I found that over the years of like saving and investing in index funds and things like that, I just really realized like, man, first of all, I'm gonna keep working on whatever I'm working on then. Second of all, like what, what the hell is the point of all of this if we're not enjoying it? And so you get these two extremes of people who just spend all their money and they're completely living in the present. And then you have this other extreme, which is fire, where they're completely living in the future, they stash away a nut. And then when they get there, they can't spend money on themselves. And it's actually a financial problem. And people always say like, oh, I will cry in my Lamborghini, I'll cry in my Ferrari, whatever. But it's actually like a real thing. Finding a balanced approach of saving and investing and hopefully retiring when you want and becoming financially independent as soon as possible, that's fantastic. But you gotta balance it with the present. And it can get really toxic if there's a judgmental feel of spending and things like that. You know, one thing that people don't talk about that's very judgy is when people criticize people for spending money. For example, somebody who takes care of their money and is well off gets a pair of Gucci something or Louis Vuitton or whatever. And then it's, oh my God, that's such a waste of money. Oh my God, like blah, blah, blah. Dude, you don't know what matters to me. You don't know how hard I work. You don't know what my investment account looks like. You don't know any of that. And I always think who gives a shit what you're spending your money on after the fact if you've taken care of the big rocks. I've seen a lot of toxic sort of comments, like there's an objectively good purchase and a bad purchase in 
the community and the personal finance and blogger and whatever community where it's just like this judgmental feel of like spending your money, but like saving your money, spending your money, there's stigma around all of it. You can be a toxic saver to your detriment where you can't actually enjoy yourself. Like there's people who are so minimalist because minimalism and frugality are so intertwined. They're so minimalist that like you go to their house or their home and there's absolutely nothing in it to the point where it's like they don't like see the value in like anything other than like saving and money and things like that. And that's that's toxic, bro. Like eventually it gets to a point where you're just like not focused on life and you're not focused on enjoying yourself and you don't actually know how to enjoy yourself. And so, yeah, that's a very small subset of people and probably not applicable to you, but yeah, I can get too deep. I definitely think you should strive for financial independence and try to do fantastic things and live this beautiful retire early life. But when you get there, you're probably going to want to keep moving and doing something. You want purpose for the next few decades of your life. And a lot of folks end up going back to work or starting some passion or whatever. So they're not really retired. They're just have a big enough bank account to where they don't have to work again. So this is one of my first sort of long form comeback videos. And I'm going to do a lot of videos on setting up your budget and doing things in a sustainable way where you can enjoy the present and save for the future. So if that's something that you're interested in, I would love if you guys click that subscribe and also smash that like button for the YouTube algorithm, just like Graham Stephan says. Honestly, I do believe that you can have your cake and eat it too. You can have a fulfilling financial life today and tomorrow and the next day. You don't have to completely give up and deprive yourself to no end just to get to this arbitrary sort of number to where you're not going to actually feel something. Have goals, set them up, but make sure that you're taking care of yourself right now because you should. So there you have it, my friends. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Really hope you enjoyed that episode. Go check out YouTube. Go subscribe. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy the, the visuals and all that kind of jazz, but really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all, but for now, I am out this mother. Peace.